In the age of crystal clear 4K video, it's natural to assume that the higher the bitrate, the better the streaming experience for your church. But that's not always true. And we're going to talk about that and more next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other resources for your life and ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Welcome to another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. Steve Lacey, you are working hard on a bunch of stuff we've got going on. Uh, Yeah. Got some exciting stuff in the works. All right. Well, we'll let's be. Should we tell people later about that? Maybe? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Fun yeah. and exciting stuff. Yeah. But uh, speaking of fun and exciting stuff, I'm going to be eating my own dog food soon here. You know what that means? No. What is that? Eat your own dog food. What does that mean? You've never heard that one? I have never heard and that. And if one. you're, uh, well, I guess um, it's in the, creator maybe entrepreneur space so oh, you yeah. you if you're building or making something then you you've got to you know eat your own dog food you're making dog food you got to eat the dog food to see if it's any good so all right gonna be gonna be eating my own dog food with my small group here so have you ever eaten dog food before i have not that i can recollect i've eaten dirt because you know you get really bored and South Texas hanging with your buddies and go, let's taste, let's see what that dirt tastes like. So as a little kid. Okay. All right. Well, I had dog biscuits <laughs> once one time. I tried dog biscuits one time because my neighbor said, you should try them. He was my coach. So I tried them. Yeah. Anyhow. So I, yeah. I, I've discovered something on Zoom here. I know we're going to get to our podcast here in a moment, but uh, I see the, I, I, I set up like a little stopwatch so I can, it's one of my complaints about Zoom has been I don't know how long we've been talking unless I, you know, look at the wall, clock on the wall here in my office. And so I found, oh, they have timers and this and that, uh, you know, only took me a few years. And I'm I'm seeing a timer like the stopwatch on the actual video. Are you seeing that? It's on your video. It's over your video. Hmm. OK, so I wonder if people are going to see that. It looks backwards <laughs> for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, All right. Yeah. Right, oh, a, well, we'll nobody, see. We're going to, yeah, yeah. People nope. are, oh my gosh, this guy's been going for 10 minutes. I no. know, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see. But I mean, most people listen to this on wherever they get their podcast, but we do have the video version of this here on YouTube. All right. So, real quickly, we have a webinar coming up in real soon. It's February 13th, it's 12 noon, and it's called our Equipment Recommendations Webinar. And so, we're going to go through pretty much the basic equipment that you would need for streaming video. The webinar is free. It's going to be about 30 minutes long. There'll be a Q&A afterwards. And you can sign up for the webinar by just going to webinar.streamingchurch.tv. Sign up. You can see some of our past webinars. And this webinar, I don't know if it's going to be controversial, but I already know we have some disagreements on, on certain equipment, right? Oh, um, you mean between us? Yeah, or between just, you and me and um, probably Mike. I haven't really talked to Mike about I don't know, it, we'll but I'm see. sure Mike I guess everybody has opinions. Yeah, so opinions are is... like, you know, 
whatever. Yeah. So everybody has one. So their opinions are like people that have heads, right? I and mean, everybody has a head, right? So, so this is my G-rated version of that. But uh, you know, I think uh, so. We're, we'll probably have some differences of opinion, uh, probably particularly on cameras. I already know you're leaning towards a different camera. Anyway, well, yeah. that'll be good. <laughs> Let's move on. People, people can decide. February thirteenth. Webinar.streamingchurch.tv. Once more time, one more time. Webinar.streamingchurch.tv. Sign up now. All right. Today is episode number 418, and we're going to talk about why churches don't need ultra high bitrate streaming. Yes. Sound good to you? Yeah. So, um, you know, the all the popular things are like uh, I use, I'm a YouTube TV. Um, subscriber for my TV. I dropped our cable a while back and I'm, and they occasionally will um, push the 4k or, you know, I can, I can increase my, my monthly payment and move over to the 4k. And so, you know, what's that all about? And shouldn't churches adopt the 4k if they can? And that's kind of what we're going to go through. You had written a a very good blog article on this topic at blog.streamingchurch.tv. That's right, blog.streamingchurch.tv. You can find it if you're keeping score at home. So let's, first of all, define what bitrate is. And and I don't know if you're probably going to disagree with this, although you haven't said anything about it. So I, I wrote in the blog, when it comes to bitrate, uh, think of bitrate as the data highway of your video stream. So the higher the bitrate, the wider the lanes and the more information, you know, like the pixels, the colors, the movements, they can flow through everything per second, right? And so yes. in many cases, that translates to sharper images, maybe smoother motion, hopefully overall better visual quality. Mm -hmm. So, of course, the big question is great. So I should stream at a high, high bit rate as possible. Uh, why shouldn't people do that, Steve Lacey? Because there's viewers on the other end that are um are viewing that that video so and they may run into problems you know even though if you're streaming it at a very high bit rate they may not have the ability to consume that high bit rate on their end yeah i, I went on to say and i don't know how good this analogy is but i went on to say it's kind of like a monster truck barreling down the road and it demands more space and it could potentially cause some traffic jams, which is my analogy for buffering and freezing. And as you just said, most viewers, especially some in rural areas, don't really have lightning fast internet. So streaming at a bit rate that exceeds their bandwidth will lead to some frustrating pauses yeah, and, and choppiness and, and all that. The other thing to consider is, you know, for, for my 4K, uh, on my YouTube TV, I've got a you know gigantic TV on the wall, and um, you know it might make a difference, especially if I had better eyesight. But uh, well, I do have twenty twenty eyesight. So yeah, you do. Yeah. My last check, yes, I. Um, uh, so, but uh, you know, I may notice it on a big screen. If I'm watching on my computer, I'm not going to notice it. If I'm watching on my phone, I'm definitely not going to notice it. So the, it's going to make no difference at all. And, you know, if I've got a, if I've got a, you know, if I'm projecting in a, a theater with a gigantic screen, yeah, I may, I may notice the difference, 
But your audience is not in a theater. Your audience is, you know, some are maybe on TV. Um, and But uh, I think you'll find that even the ability to discern the difference is almost never worth the headache because what you're doing is you're introducing, uh, you're, you're basically taking up all your margin that you have in the, on your freeway, on your internet connection. And if you're, you're riding on the very bitter edge, so the, the chances for problems are greatly exaggerated, both on you know, your side, being able to continue to send a stream at that high bit rate. As, and once you, once you have a failure there, everyone has a problem. So if you can't get the stream out, everyone viewing it has a problem. If, um, you know, if you can, are able to get it out, then those that might not have that connection are going to have a problem while others will, you know, that do have the connection, um, you know, might not. So anyway, yeah, it's the- just go ahead. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, and now there are some, some workarounds to that, which we'll get into in a moment, but uh, but yeah, as you're saying, uh, here's some of the problems that could happen if you're streaming at a really high bitrate. I mean, you can get buffering. Uh, there's going to be interaction in your 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 video. Uh, you know, you're going to get freezing and stuff that's going to happen for many people out there. Uh, and some people, as you just said, don't have they don't have uh, accessibility to high speed internet. And so they're going to have some issues there. And then it can be not all devices are not all devices are created equal. Right. And so uh, older computers, uh, some of the older stuff out there may have a problem handling some of this stuff. And then uh, you, it could also be more expensive for you, depending on on, you know, your platform and depending on the, the service that you use and even even like the content delivery network that you use. I mean, we don't charge for bitrate. Uh, we're, in case anybody is new to us, we're a streaming company, streamingchurch.tv, but we don't charge people for bandwidth usage unless you're like really a huge, there's some exceptions there. But uh, yeah, so so th- there can be a, problems that add up. And, uh, uh, but anyhow, there are some other factors to consider though. Yeah. The other thing that makes churches unique um, from say my YouTube TV, you know, I may watch, you know, Formula One races on YouTube TV. So the picture is, you know, I've got a race car going by at 200 miles an hour. And so the video content is dramatically changing. So I'm going to want, you know, a high frame rate and, there's, you know, constant motion. And what that translates to is just a high degree of encoding. They've got to encode all of that movement. With a church service, it's typically speakers or worship leaders that are, for at least half of the video shot, it's not moving. You know, the people may be moving a little bit, but the background's not. So that reduces the, um, the load on your bandwidth and on your encoder and I, I say all this to point out that, you know, my, I watched my home church this weekend on uh, our, we have a really, we have a big TV um, in our uh, family room. And I was just looking, I was like, wow, this looks really, really good. This looks really crisp. And the, you know, it does, and they don't stream at a real high bit rate. You know, they would be 
consider probably you know streaming at a at a very low bit rate, but it looks great even on a 80 inch TV because there's not it doesn't have to encode much. You know, it'll encode the background that you know we've got several cameras and they're switching all the time, but for the majority of the time. Um, the background is fairly static. So it you know, encodes it for a half a second and then it doesn't have to encode it anymore. Uh, whereas, you know, my Formula One race, it's encoding every pixel of the frame constantly. Yeah. yeah. And of course, uh, we've talked about this before, but if you, you know, if you're doing something like it, your frames per second needs to go up on your encoder. But generally, we recommend, we usually recommend around 29 to 30 frames per second. Yes, uh, there's a live encoder because for that very reason. You know, people aren't right now. Look, if you're part of a Pentecostal church and, and there is a lot of running around, hey, I've been in those services before. I, I mean, I'm not mocking it. I'm just saying there is a, there is sometimes there's some running around on the platform in the stage. Uh, then I don't know. Maybe yeah. you might want to adjust yeah. that. But <laughs> but uh, even even then, unless the camera's moving a lot, because yeah. then if you if you have the camera swinging around a lot, then that's a big load on your encoding and on your bandwidth. You'll see, you know, you can watch this on your encoder where, you know, it shows you what it's sending. And as soon as you start shifting the camera around, it's going to really, uh, it has to do a lot more work and push a lot more data. Right. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's good information. So uh, you mentioned your church, how good the video looks on your big screen TV. Do you, do you happen to know what the resolution they're streaming at and what bit rate I that is? Uh, what bit rate? I think I could be wrong. Let me go look it up, but it may be right around like two meg. Yeah. So, um, that's, Are they it may be as low as one and a half. I don't know. Are they doing 720p or 1080p? I think they're doing 1080, Yeah. but I could be wrong either, but either way it looks, you would be, I would be challenged to, you know, uh, put up two TVs next to each other and one is streaming at, you know, Eight megabits. Yeah, I think it's true that if you, uh, you know, unless you have big, big screen TVs, uh, you don't need to do really s something crazy. I do want to say this, though, that uh, there's information out there on the Internet that says, like, if you stream 1080p, you should stream at 6,000 kilobytes per second or 8,000 kilobytes per second. And I noticed even on some of the presets, like on some of the encoders like Wirecast and vMix, they definitely are you know the the default i guess for 1080p is really very high as far as a video bitrate which we're saying you don't need to do not for for church content yeah if i've got a a camera on the shoulder of somebody at one of my kids frisbee tournaments and they're live streaming yeah and I, if i don't have a higher bitrate and i can't support it it might you know the the video might get i might notice it but for a church service I don't think it's needed. Yeah, I would um, say that's true. I, I would agree with that. So uh, people need to keep that in mind. And the reason I, I wrote this blog and the reason we're even talking about this is I get this from time to time from some of our customers, yeah. especially newer customers. It's like, well, yeah, I'm getting buffering. I mean, freezing it. it must be you guys. Now, there are some workarounds to that. If you really want to stream at a high video bit rate and you actually have plenty of upload speed at your location, there's a couple things you can do. One of them is called ABR. And I'll go ahead and in my Steve Lacey mode here, 
uh, tell us what ABR is. <laughs> I'm trying you, to remember you, you, what you do know what ABR all, is, right? You do I'm remember. just, I, all this is kind of like, you know, what's your cousin's dog's name? Uh, I know I call it every day. Adaptive uh, bit rate. Adaptive bit rate. Yes. Yeah, now it I, just came back to I, me. I was like, what I, is uh, that? I do that. I want to do that to you because you do that to me all the time. Maybe not on a podcast, but you'll do that. Like, you know why we do this, right? It's like, well, yeah, we did it 10 years ago and I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, adaptive yes. bit rate. So tell us what, uh, as a so, possibility, uh, adaptive bit rate could yeah. be used. So adaptive bit rate will um, sense the connection speed of the viewer and adjust the video to uh, accordingly. So... so yeah. So there's, um, but you'll need to send out multiple streams from your location uh, to enable the adaptive bitrate, at least with our service. So, yeah. So you send uh, with our service, you, you could send three streams uh, or you could do two, but you could send three, a one, a really high quality stream. Yeah. So if you're one of these people that insist, no, I want to stream at 8,000 kilobytes per second. So you could do that if you have plenty of internet and then you could also stream at a lower bit rate. Again, you have to have a live encoder that allows you to send multiple streams. So yeah. you could do a medium stream at, you know, I don't know, 3000 kilobytes per second yeah. and, uh, and then a low one, you could do a low one. Yeah. So you'd be sending three streams, right. but, but you, you also have to add all those up. So if you're sending eight, eight and then three, that's 11. And then, you know, I don't know, one, that's 12, right? Did I add it up right? Yes. So you got to have and enough so, upload speed. So then you would that. need at least 24 yeah, uploads. I always, I always say more. more. Yeah, you double yeah. double what you send. I like to say triple, but that may be a little unreasonable. But yeah, uh, so, so you need to have enough ceiling. Yeah. And another, I mean, if you get nothing else out of this, that one free check is just lowering your um, frame rate from 60 to 30 that will cut the amount of data that's going out in half. Yeah. So, and for a church service, you, it'll, that's a major saving. So if you're trying to stream at 60 frames per second, um, for the gymnastics meet, yeah, that might be good. But for the church service where you're moving, you're, you know, you're walking around slow, that's, that'll save you half of the, and then that'll, that'll save it on the consumption side too. So anyway, yeah. Um, moving on. So what you kind of put in the article was there's a Goldilocks zone. So yes. there's a, a space yeah. where, what is that space? Where, where's the Goldilocks zone? So it's, it's not too hot, not too cold. It's just right. So it's the sweet spot. So it's the ideal bit rate. Uh, between the you know your quality and your accessibility. So again, we're trying to say here today, if you haven't got anything else out of this so far, is not, it's there's no one size fits all, right? And so it all depends on the viewers, your 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 internet speeds, your upload speeds, uh, the devices that your viewers use, uh, and you know your desired video quality. So a good starting point. Go ahead. I was, and, and there's. You can, at least with our service, you can know what those devices are. So you yes. can just go on and it'll show a report. And I don't know if competitors, they may have the same kind of thing. Right. Um, but, you know, the free services, you're not, you're not going to know. But uh, uh, anyway, it's going to show. And if and you'll be surprised, I think. You know, a lot of people say, well, I, 
I encode and do everything on my uh, computer. And so I'm just assuming everybody's either watching on their computer or their TV, but uh, the amount of people on mobile is typically, you know, very high, 50% and above, you know, some churches, it'll be, you know, maybe 80% of their audience is on mobile, which means the majority of those guys are on a, a data service, you know, through from their cell phone. So you, there's no way that if you send out, you know, an eight megabit per second stream that they're not going to have problems and the, and it's all just wasted. Right. So it's kind of, all built into finding this Goldilocks zone, you know, what's going to be right for you. You don't want it too slow so that you see some, you know, video degradation, uh, but you don't want it too high that you'll see failures. I consider failures as buffering, skipping, audio, video, out of sync, things like that. Right. Uh, and by the way, I, I sometimes I tend to go with uh, use two to three kilobytes per second two to 3000 kilobytes per second, but, but I think you use megabytes per second. So a uh, thousand kilobytes per second is one meg. Yes. The, those are you keeping score at home. So yes. two to three megabytes per second is generally what we recommend, you know, to our people, as long as they have adequate internet and, and that. So two to 3000 kilobytes per second, yeah. or two to three megabytes per second, they're interchangeable. And, and we say that for, we say that for 1080p, but you could do 720p. A lot of people do 720p, and everybody's happy about that. Yeah. So I don't know, but that's just us. So and it's the Goldilocks zone. It's it's one size does not fit all. You need to do a little research and find out what's going on. And and also, as we continue to talk, remember it's it's not just about the tech. It's it's about you know a good streaming experience for people. It's 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 is your audio good? Do you have decent microphones where the audio is clean and crisp? Because as I'll beat this drum again, speaking of audio, you know, people, if they can't understand your, your, your video, if it's garbled, if the audio is really bad, if it's, if, if the audio is real bad and people are far away or people are really over, over driving like that, uh, nobody's going to stick around for that. Okay. You got to have the best video in the world. Uh, yeah. but if you're, if your video is, you know, okay, good. And you have good audio, really good audio. And then, you know, you're going to keep your people, they're going to keep watching. Yeah. And people don't tend to try to tweak their audio settings to improve their audio. Typically all of your audio improvement is going to be through equipment and, um, just good practices, I think. Um, yeah, monitoring your audio on your stream because yeah, your the, house monitor is going to be different than what's on the internet. Yeah, because your your audio is going to be streaming at a really low bit rate. I mean, you're gonna you're, if you're you know your your audio is going to go out at ninety six or one twenty eight, and um, you know my my son is it would be maybe considered an audiophile, so they really get into the the quality of basically it's for music. Um, and people, you know, do some weird stuff with that, but you don't, you don't need it. So especially for a church service. Yeah. 128 um, kilobytes per second is generally what we recommend. I mean, you yes. can go higher, but, uh, again, is there a big difference? It just depends on what you're doing too, yeah. you know, but, yeah. uh, but as you said, for a church service, that's pretty typical. Okay. All right. So where are we going here? We're, we're, uh, we're just about out of time here. Um, 
I think, yeah, you the, know, the big trap is to fall into the hype, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, 4k, I can get 4k. We need to stream in 4k and, you know, people hear about it and really know what it is and, and what the cost and stuff and just, just don't fall into it. I mean, yeah. So yeah. the, you're going to, without any failures in your stream is going to be the best experience for people. Absolutely. And, and uh, as I have in the blog here, uh, blog.streamingchurch.tv, I'll shamelessly plug it again. Uh, you know, if you really are concerned about some of this stuff, really make sure you invest in some, you know, some decent quality software and hardware, uh, a reliable encoder will go a long, long ways. Uh, you know, stable internet will go a long, long ways. Uh, and so you can do a lot with with stuff that's decent equipment. Speaking of equipment, we're going to have an equipment recommendations webinar, which I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, and it's going to be February 13th. And so sign up at webinar.streamingchurch.tv and we'll talk about some of the equipment there. Yeah, All right. You know, you can, you can do it. Reserve your seat now. Sign up and reserve your seat now at webinar.com streamingchurch.tv. Okay. So I think we're out of time here. I think, uh, I think this is, this covers it. We always want feedback. Look, if you disagree with us, I don't know why you would, but <laughs> I'm being, I'm being kind would. of facetious here, but, but uh, you know, we'd love to get your feedback on all this stuff. I mean, you know, we, we've been doing this for years, but you know, Hey, we're open to other feedback on things and different ideas and opinions. So just uh, reach out to us, streamingchurch.tv. You can chat with us, Anytime we may not always be there in the evenings, but you can still leave a message in the chat box. Just go to streamingchurch.tv and there's a chat box in the bottom right. And uh, we'll be happy to talk with you and address you. And if you have, look, if you will be glad to do some free consultation, even if you don't use us, you know, uh, we'll be glad to talk to you about what you got going on and maybe help troubleshoot some things, uh, uh, give you some clues on how to fix some problems. So, you know, check us out. Okay. We're good. Thank you, Mr. Steve Lacey. Glad to be here. And folks, thank you so much for spending some time with us. We really do appreciate it. Be sure and subscribe to the Streaming Church. I'm sorry. Be sure and subscribe to the Church Solutions Podcast. Uh, you can always go to streamingchurch.tv and subscribe to our newsletter. But the stream, the, uh, the Church Solutions Podcast is available anywhere that you get your podcast. So check it out. Give us a rating if you can. And we would appreciate it. So... For everybody here at our wonderful company, please take care of yourselves and each other, and we will catch you again next time on another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson.